Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is Trav. And this is Jonathan. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of taking what everybody thought was the way things were done in this game and turning them upside down. You can do that with that? There's an app for that? There is an app for that. always an app for that. There is. Okay. And uh, it's called Do What You Want to Do which has always been the Gaming on the Frontier and all of its iterations policy. We do believe in identifying what is the, uh, I don't know, canon, the rules as written, okay? But then we don't think that we need to be, you know, and especially you don't think that you need to be limited by that as long as you understand that you are deviating from the canon and the consequences of doing that oh yeah the uh, next topic uh, also suggested by one of my players was the activation of the fringe portal creation system to create new portals or uh, maybe even one-way portal pairs such as in a Meller pocket stop or um, you know additional portals on a platform so what we know uh, is a couple of things. One is, is that we know that uh, there are uh, the the ring itself has, goes all the way. It's a it's a giant helix, and in, and the portal system, the pathway goes in a, all the way. It's complete, so there are no breaks as part of the regular part. However, uh, we also do know that there are a couple of um, of pathways, uh, well, actually, there, if you if you go through the portal, you find yourself on what looks like a roadway, and it ends in a big blare of light and stuff. Like something was being created there, but it was it was left unfinished. And it is possible that by using the portal system, maybe repair that portal to actually point to another universe. You know, basically give another alternate, something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, in other words, repair some of the, uh, the 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 portals that are actually broken, and by broken, I don't mean like they're not working. I... They they may not actually be connected to anything, uh, due to you know the logic bomb or or other things that could have happened during the war. Uh, I now you know this is different than like let's like say you know, the Ravinia Sand Portal. You go through the portal and um, and it knocks you unconscious and sets you on fire so that one still works um just and, not quite the way you meant it to <laughs> but yeah i mean it still works you can go either way i mean you can go through either side and and it that's what happens and you look at the portal on earth and it's wobbling and uh, the uh according to the lore uh the arrows wanted access to the french paths uh without having to go through idet because of course they were uh, they're probably associated with the 
uh, African Socialist Alliance. And so they basically just packed a ton of explosives around the, the portal and tried to basically give it a real big, basically a really big smack in order to make it stop wobbling. Like, you know, basically jump back, jump it back in its track, so to speak. Percussive and, maintenance at a maximum level. Right, right. Well, and they <laughs> did this um, and it worked, except for the fact that it basically created glass out to uh, I think a hundred miles in every direction, at least to the at least to the uh, horizon, which is twenty some miles away. So that's like forty miles across. You know, um, <laughs> it's yeah. it's a, and just glass. It was nice smooth glass. <laughs> yeah, anything that and anything that was in that area wasn't in that area anymore. <laughs> no, it it went bye bye. It was yeah totally vaporized and uh, but the but the portal now rotated perfectly and the uh, uh, and the uh, and and the and it was a full rig station too which is one of the reasons they wanted to do it and it was by the way it was not affected by this at all it wasn't hurt by the explosion nothing it was just perfect you know so the uh, the survivors rejoiced. <laughs> <laughs> All five of them. And, of course, you know, this has, you know, isn't in any way similar to what was in, like, you know, the very, the movie Stargate. Because, you know, they don't have any, like, giant ring that was, you know, not working and they found it in the deserts of uh, of Africa or Libya or, or uh, Saudi Arabia or anything. That, that didn't happen in that movie. Nah. So, so now, nah. yeah. they It was purely somebody's idea all by their own. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but we're not bitter. <laughs> not anymore. Well, no, because uh, <laughs> frankly, it's uh, you know. Let me put it this way: it's uh, old news. <laughs> it's very old news, and secondly, it's like you know uh, they they did, you know they they basically did really good job with Richard's uh, intellectual property. You know, I think I think the show itself is excellent. Acting is excellent. Went on for ten years. Mm -hmm. Which is incredibly long for any, and that's the first one. Not even talking about the spinoffs. Okay, that's incredibly long for any series to do. I think I saw rumors that they're they're getting ready to maybe start up a reboot or a, a refresh of the original series. Yes, yeah, now like you had to ruin it. <laughs> well, it sounds like it might be a sequel. Like they might be bringing back the actor who played Dan, uh, Daniel Jackson from the series. No, oh, well, I haven't seen him do anything for a long while, so maybe okay. Uh, I saw him on Burn Notice, and I love that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting off topic. That's a Burn Notice is old news too. That's true. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> off the tangent. All right. Going back mm -hmm. to uh, all right. So creating new portals. Okay. So we don't. Um, you know, we've talked about this before in the podcast that the and and especially John Ryer was a big fan of this, uh, and he said that you go back to uh, uh, to Meller and Prime, and almost nobody has ever done this. By the way, if you go back to, to Meller and Prime uh, in any of their campaigns, uh, you'll find a ginormously big platform. It's like the very first one they made, and so they had no standardizations. They went hog wild. You know, it's an right. experimental platform. It has hundreds, if not thousands, of portals on it going to who knows how many different places. The place is basically just, you know, reeks of overpowered, overbuilt, over everything. So 
if you wanted to really mess with people, you know, that would be start the campaign there, not on Earth. <laughs> you'll never leave the black. I mean, you'll leave the platform obviously going through the portals, but you probably never go anywhere else. And, and yeah, of it's course, like the size uh, of a moon. Right. right. Yeah. This yeah. Well, yeah. They, exactly. And uh, they uh, and. Uh, of course, moons go ha, are on very many different sizes, uh, uh, and of course, if you go through the portal to T Prime, T Prime isn't there. <laughs> Took right. off, you just... yeah. So, and I forget, is it just dump you into space or on a nearby? Because yeah, it drops you just... into like a near an asteroid. Okay. Yeah, it basically drops you into a location on the uh, uh, on the prime. So you know, because I mean, they knew what was happening, so. They just, yeah. Uh, personally, I think that what they would have done is they probably would have promoted uh, one of the alts to the prime position, but that was before we started talking about that. Richard talked about this a long, long oh, time yeah. ago. So, but supposedly, would... you know, T prime, the original T prime, lost a continent as during the Tamelan War and all this stuff, and then right. they took off. Anyways, the point is, we know that it's possible to have more than the standard. Uh, for uh, 50, uh, 50 foot wide pla uh, portals, uh, which are the pathway portals, and eight of the um, uh, planetary portals. We know, the, right. but because, you know, everybody, you know, you're going to do millions upon millions of, of uh, platforms, you standardize. And so that was how it was standardized. So, anyways, the, uh, uh, but it doesn't mean you can't. All right. It just, you know, the system is still there. Um, it's, uh, you know, I mean, unless you're a GM and want to say, well, yeah, but the, the machinery platform making machinery, uh, they went and worked their way all the way around until they got back to T prime. You have to go back to T prime to get that, you know, or, you know, that's, that's what you want. That's what you do if you don't want to do it, but it's easier just to say, no, you can't do that. So, you know, why? Why, why mess with them? You know, but uh, so assuming that the machinery is somehow inside of the platform, you could bring it up and uh, do one of two things. One is either create another plat, uh, uh, another portal somewhere on that six hundred foot wide uh, platform to going somewhere, maybe uh, uh, another portal to the uh, 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 to to a prime or another portal to a seventh. I'm sorry, a ninth alternate. The other possibility is is you could have it insert a um, a new node between two nodes. Yeah. This is now node one plus plus one point five. <laughs> yeah, and that to me is actually a little bit more reasonable because it doesn't cause the system to break its own rules. Right. You know, it's not creating a ninth portal on an eight. On a, uh, a planetary portal, on an eight planetary portal thing, went, which would be against this programming, but saying, "Hey, I just want you to insert another node," and be like, "Sure, boss, no problem." <laughs> just I don't even see that that being against this programming though, because this is this, this no, I don't see that as created. being against this program at all. No, but I mean, I'm saying even even like doing like a ninth portal on a on a like an alternate platform, simply because we know that the building was automated, but. I mean, you, I could easily see an engineer coming in after the fact and saying, "All right, well, this this particular prime is is of particular importance, so let's add two more ring stations." Right. Well, that but you would still be over. You know, you would you, you, 
when I I'm not, I mean I, I don't mean break its programming in the sense that you're like you know you're damaging it. I'm saying is is that on its own it probably the AI you know probably oh, wouldn't could, yeah wouldn't no, normally yeah, do that. that. It would have to be like admin level access here or yeah. whatever. But getting it to like actually insert another node in between two nodes that yeah that might, probably would be easier. Yeah. Might be a lot lower level. Uh, access point a lot lower to dc or something like that so yeah. you know because if you're in a campaign where you really have um done a lot of exploration and you really don't and you have to now travel hundreds of of nodes in, in one direction or another and you haven't introduced the extra sets the the, the other fringe paths you know the uh, above below forward and back which would give you you know four four more sets of, of, of portals in, in close uh, connection for you to uh, explore. And I forgot about that. I kept, I kept thinking, like, I, I remember that there were, I kept thinking there were only two, like an up and down. I forgot that then there was up, down, and forward, and back. Right. I kept thinking, oh, it just adds, you know, 200% more portals. No, it's adding 400% more portals. Yeah, four, yeah 400% more, yeah. You know, the, the fringe path that you know of is only now 20% of all the possible worlds you could be exploring. And there was never a hard limit put on it to begin with, so it could already be as big as you wanted. Well, there is some lore that Richard talked about, which he didn't actually explain. Very, I don't think he explained even in Portals 4, which was is that the distribution of resources on the fringe paths is actually uneven. Well, I think I remember seeing... I think it was in Portals 4. I think he there's like a little... A simple map showing that like Earth Prime and T Prime are are opposite ends of a ring. Yes, yes, they're opposite ends of the ring that is the fringe pass. The resources are kind of focused around those two primes. Exactly. So if you got into like the middle area between the two of them, diam you know, if they're east and west, then then uh, north and south. If you went there, you would find nothing but empty systems. Dead worlds, worlds where there was fringe worthy. I mean, not fringe. There, there's it's Earth, but life never developed, and it's not, and, and none of them are habitable. It's just you know bad, empty systems, and so they basically sorted them somewhat so that the most interesting systems were either close to T prime or close to Earth, which is of course why they've got that. Well, I don't want to talk about you know the 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 the, the fringe path. You know, uh, uh, you know, season closer uh, <laughs> that's in Portals Four. But I'm just saying, is it you know? So you know, that's one thing you could say is that if you actually started traveling, and you know, traveled, I don't know, a million, you know, a, a million um, uh, nodes and stopped, and let's say that was somewhere because uh, it's a million million, so I guess it would have to be five hundred million. I don't, know, I don't know, whatever the math is. Uh, but you know, you stop and you and you find all these dead worlds, you know, proto worlds and post-apocalypse world. And... Well, no, no, not not worlds where you know bad things happened, where nothing happened. Literally, there was never the resources there. You know, Earth, the, the planet never formed. Uh, the 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 sun might just be a, a hot dust cloud. You know what I'm saying? Is it at best these might be good for like mineral resources and. But probably not even that, you know, I'm just saying is it's just collections of dust, you know, and they might oh, be highly yeah. radioactive and all these other things. But they're still Earths, 
And so, you know, the, the Tameller wanted to include them in case, you know, maybe maybe there's, if you went through the portal on that Earth, there might, within 40 light years, might actually be a more interesting planet. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'd still think that they would have found some use for them. But even though it might not be... And maybe, yeah, maybe they're just there for resources. So these could be where they test all these doomsday devices. Well, yeah, they have a million, million worlds, uh, nodes to work from. So anyways, I'm just saying is it, it's supposed to be, you know, you're, as you, if, if you start jumping a thousand nodes at a time, you should begin to see that the good worlds, you know, start tapering off. Right. And you end up with nothing but, but not, uh, not livable environments just stretching on as far as the eye can see. And then maybe after another hundred thousand worlds, you might start seeing millions, interesting ones again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah millions. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it just depends on how you want to do it. It could be like a, you know, a really tight cluster around the, the two, you know, uh, uh, prime and, and earth, or, you know, it could be like really stretched out. So it incrementally goes, it'd be like a really hard cutoff is what I'm trying to say. Nothing right. but dead worlds for millions upon millions of nodes. And then bam, all of a sudden good stuff again, you know? So that's what he said. Um, and then moon size portal. It's never been implemented. Uh, you know, uh, you know, TriTac. uh, games may decide to do something with that in the future. It's up to them. But, you know, that was something that Richard intended. So you can go right ahead. If you want to stay true to his vision, you can go right ahead and use it right now. You know, if you if you have people with that kind of serious wanderlust that they want to travel thousands, if not millions of portals, which the only way you'd be able to do it, by the way, is uh, without introducing something else would be with the French train. Because right. the French train has the ability to travel those kinds of distances without it taking forever. Well, that makes me think, uh, on the same line as this, though, then, that this also makes me think you could use a, a portal or crystal power could be rearranging the nodes. If you have, like, you want to bring, like, say, Victorian Earth one node closer to Earth Prime. Because well, it's, what, five away, four away? Yeah, it's a couple, three, I think, but whatever. And we and we already did promote it. It was it was originally an alt, and we made it into the prime. So if you want to say <laughs> make it like plus two instead of plus three, and just move, you know, swap it and plus two the, the plus two nodes, and then maybe that yeah. could be a crystal power. Okay. Again, it'd probably be pretty high because yeah, these things are ordered for a reason, as as you just mentioned. Well, some 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 uh, some of the people that are part of the Commonwealth would be PO'd because they may be alternates, but they're closer to Earth Prime. Right, right. So not only are we alternates and not primes, but you're now booting us, you know, another node out. So we have to travel another fifty miles each way to get to our, you know, to to, to bring our supplies in or whatever. Thank you very much. Who gave you the right? I protest. <laughs> <laughs> very vocal. Very strongly. Yes. Who knows? <laughs> I personally don't think that the um, Edwardians want to be any closer or prime than they are. If Probably anything, not. they'd want to go the opposite direction. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of that idea of uh, the rearranging of the fringe paths in case, like, for or for example, like, if, if thinking of it in the, as in the as like one of the original builders, as one of the Termelern, it's like, hmm, 
this world would be much better if it was closer to this other world where we're testing the weapons we're building on this one. Of course, they also had the big system, which didn't need the fringe path. Right. I mean, as a GM, I'm sure you can come up with a rationalization. Yeah. <laughs> There's always one. All right, let's move on here. So, like I said, the other alternative was to go and change, uh, uh, you know, like changing pocket. You could, like, maybe change a pocket stop into a uh, Mel or Hell, as in there's two one-way portals. You go into one, and you have to travel over a distance to get to the other one on the other side, and you can't go back. And that's one of the options on one of the broken portals, but you could theoretically do that. Um because we did not list that as one of the portal powers to be able to do that, so oh, uh, yeah. it could be you could change, you know, you know, uh, well you could do actually it doesn't have to be a pocket stop. You could do that on any world where you go in one side of the world, you have to travel to the opposite side of the world in order to leave. So it's it's that's what they called a Meller Hell because it was used to trap Meller and other uh, people who were. Um, uh, aggressive and, and oh, yeah. you know, basically they come through, they can't go back. They don't know there's another portal on the other side. Uh, and so uh, they tend to cluster around the one that came through ready to grab whoever comes next and try to force them to change it back or let them out. Right. And um, so you end up with all the Meller clustered around the uh, one side. It's uh, um, anyways, it's, <laughs> You could do that on purpose. You, you could do that on purpose. I'm not sure why. I can think of one reason to do it. Remember that great, the, the great um, uh, fringe race? Oh. Change the portal to uh, an alternate to be a, a, a one-way portal with another one on the other side of the world. Now you've got to circumnavigate the world as part of the race in order to leave, to get on to the next part of it. Uh-huh. Around the uh, halfway around the world in twenty days. Well, it's <laughs> just to get knows. to the next world. <laughs> depends on what you got. You know, I mean, what, yeah. depends on what you have available to you. You know, how amphibious is you know is is this world got lakes? You know, or uh, oceans? How amphibious are your vehicles? You know, this would be a good way of like you know cutting out all the people who aren't really serious about it. Or like I said, if you want to just go and say, okay, we're going to take a penalty. <laughs> it's like you know, we lose like days of time or you know our you know our position fault you know we have to rebuild it if you had like a vehicle that just couldn't hack it and and there wasn't right. anything in the rules that allowed you to uh upgrade your vehicle which i think is would be part of the race you'd be allowed to change your vehicles you know but if you oh, did yeah. there would be a penalty you didn't stick with the same one you didn't pre-prepare correctly that's where like super engineering comes in so that that was the you know so that was one of the things he wanted. He wanted basically the ability to create new portals um, and such. And and I, I I'm okay with that. Uh, again, yeah. this seems like something that would be a very high level. So uh, it's something it gives you more things to do in your late campaign. By the way, <laughs> so that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now another thing that he wanted to be able to do uh, was he wanted to be able to remotely, on, in other words, as in on the world side change portal settings uh so like the uh for example if, if, if there's a warp there uh you want the ability to, a turn the warp off turn the warp on uh or um he wants the ability to turn the fringe on the warp off or on 
he, he wanted to actually be able to do a lot of things like, you know, go ahead and change everything from the other side. and uh, Everything you'd be able to do from the, the pylon. Yeah, I, I mean, the pylon's there for a reason, you know, he just didn't want, you know, he, he wanted to be able to just basically stick his hand in his pocket, grab a crystal, and just start doing all kinds of stuff uh, with it, you know, changing it, um, you know, especially if, like, you know, you, you there were Mallard there, and you, you wanted... And you, you wanted to change, and you're a high level, and maybe the Mellor aren't as smart. They, are, they they don't know this much about the new fringe features and things, uh, and you can basically just make the portal impossible for them to leave. So, uh, you know, that would be something that'd be nice to be able to do. But I myself, uh, you know, I definitely don't think you should be able to change the security of a. Uh, well, again, it's it's up to the GM, you know. Changing right. the security level of the uh, uh, of the uh, of the portal might mean that the Mallor wouldn't be able to uh, uh, with the crystals that they have, you know, wouldn't be able to get back out. Because if you take your crystal and like, well, throw it away, you know, <laughs> uh, someplace they can't find it and uh, chuck it off the platform. Well, no, I'm saying... <laughs> if you're still on World. If you're on the World, yeah. check it into mm -hmm. the Marianne's Trench or yeah. something like that, you know, and you're not getting that. So uh, these people, yeah. you know, don't have that kind of technology. So and uh, so you got a Mellor who's going to have to start doing a lot of shape changing into things that can go deeper and deeper in the ocean so they can finally get down into those kinds of depths, I guess. I don't know. I'm just saying, is it, you know, just anything to slow them down a bit, you know. Give the friend the the Ident a chance to realize something's amiss, and maybe send a rescue party to help you. I myself don't like the idea uh, of some. Uh, I like the idea of being able to turn the warp on and off, uh, or um, be able to turn uh, the especially the fringe on and off. Yeah, I could see certain functions of this, but yeah, I don't know if I'd give them like full like pylon control remotely and the way we described changing the security level was literally you put the crystal in and then you basically by using some of the buttons you basically can you can lower it you know or raise it okay and right. then you know what you can't raise uh you can't you can low you can't raise it above your level of the crystal right you can lower it all the way down to no no restriction at all and then after that, you know, someone has to have a crystal. If it's above zero, then you have to have a crystal equal to that level or higher for for anybody to be able to go through the portal. Right. And so that's. But it's it's an option. It's something that you know he he wanted you know new portal powers, new crystal powers. You know uh, he wanted to be able to do that too. So, um, what do you think? You like the idea? Again, like certain abilities, like. Turning off the rainbow effect, um, doing things where, like, I don't know if I give full, like, certainly not security control without the pylon there. I think this thing would be, because the point of the, the, the warp is twofold. It's for covert observation by the Commonwealth, and... Or, hey, the ring station's buried. You need to dig it out. And, yeah, in either case, you don't want to have full access to all the abilities of the, the ring station 
without having the ring station. It just to my mind that it, it, yeah, I would, yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do all of them. I'd, yeah, some of the some of the features, yeah, sure, they can control remotely because that would kind of make sense for in, for some of those features, but yeah, not full like control now. I'm sure that he would like anything as an improvement. <laughs> mm-hmm. So also the, the ability um, when you're on an alternate, we know that there are eight stations on that world, because if you promote it to a prime, those all become active. So therefore he says, you should be able to do something with those. Um, if you have the ability to detect a portal, a, you should be able to detect it on an alternate, you know, not just the one portal. And secondly, is, is that even though they're inactive, they don't connect to the French pads, you should be able to do something with them. So he wanted the ability to like do all the stuff like ghost transfer and everything else. So he say, well, I go to this portal and they're next to like this city full of like really evil dudes or whatever. I go to the portal. I use the, 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 the portal power to make me, um, you know, ghost form or uh, mind transfer. So I go in and it, and it transfers me into the mind in a, in a local's body. Now I can go and do covert stuff, come back, and then I come out of the portal without having ever gone on to the French Pass because this one isn't connected. It's deactivated, kind of. Okay, and uh, he liked that idea. You know, the, the ghost transfer, the, uh, the, the, the mind transfer. I forget whether it was... He wanted, he wanted the ball, all the abilities, of course, you know, and... Right. Uh, and, and I was like, you know, yeah, okay, you, you have to think this through. but uh, Because right. right now, there is the ability, if you have a black crystal, okay, and you, and which does not work. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, 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 it's not a security crystal, okay? So it's like, you know, the only thing that people were primarily using them originally was to help them identify Fringeworthy because they would glow in the presence of Fringeworthy people. Uh, but they and they and of course now that we have these additional functions. You could now use a black crystal to do those things. Okay, so um, but um, one of the things we did say was is that if you have a black crystal in your hand and you walk through a portal, what it does is that it has you come out uh, clockwise based upon the the way it's set up on the platform to the next active portal on the world on the prime yeah on the prime right so he's saying is that well why couldn't you know uh we're on an alternate and these aren't connected but they're still connected to its own local subnet so why you know as long as it's it's not um uh if the only reason it's inactive is because it is a uh you're on an alternate and there's only one world that is the identifiable one that belongs to it why can't you walk through there and just appear on that other world It'll activate long enough for you to come out and then you're, you're 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 there you know as long as it's got that black interface or you know the warp is there you know then you should be able to do this and i said well that does sound reasonable so that would make it a lot easier to explore a lot of these alternates because you're you know, even though they all, there's only one connection to the French path, you actually still have seven other locations you can go to on the world. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I like, like that idea. I like that. 
Part of me wants to say it would still maybe require a DC, maybe, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't necessarily have to be that that difficult to check. Okay. Maybe maybe just a little DC to 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 tell the system, hey, I actually want to use this feature that's normally off. Yeah. Can you imagine what happens the first time they they did that though? I mean, if it was if it's automatic, then yeah, that would be a problem because someone goes and has a black crystal in their pocket or they're fiddling with it, you know, and they go walking through the portal, which is fine because you know it's open; they can just walk onto the French path. The black crystal isn't necessary for operations, and they vanish. Yeah, they're not on the where, hey, weren't they? Where aren't they on the platform? <laughs> yeah, they don't come through to the platform. They're and and no one knows where they are on the planet because they probably don't. You, they, they, they may not have a uh, communication gear that reaches that far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're like, now what do you do? You know, do you, is the French pass broken? Or does everybody now have to figure out, go get themselves black crystals and come back? <laughs> right, yeah. And try to find their buddy, you know? And I forget, um, does the black crystal only transport you through active ring stations or even warps as well no it, it, it'll do warps if they're active yeah okay I, I, I could have sworn I had it in my head that it would it only worked for active ring stations so well I mean you know essentially I was the one who came up with the idea and Richard gave it gave it his blessing yeah so it was it was published back in infinite crossroads uh, when I when I got Richard to to agree to it so anyways so that's that's um, an additional thing you could do, and I think it you know it, it might make exploration uh, it would make the world more interesting because otherwise they go through the portal and all you got is what's there. Yeah, that one little spot. Yeah. You know, and you may not be willing to explore the rest of it. You know, it's one of the reasons why we put Faerun on a prime, uh, uh, because we wanted them to have like you know, eight different places to go to. But if you add this as a, as a feature, then as long as you've got a black crystal, then you should be able to go to any war, any location. And of course, you know, the, what we've said is that basically, unless there's something broken about the portal, even if it, like the portal is underwater or something like that, it'll produce a warp and therefore you'll be able to go to it. You just, you know, so it's, uh, cause I always complain to Rich races. I don't understand, you know, it's inactive. So what does that mean? And he says it doesn't work. And he's like, you know, but how do you fix it? It's at the bottom of the ocean. And yeah, he just kind of gave me one of those mischievous grins that says, well, you know, one of these days I'll tell you. And <laughs> never did. So I don't think he knew. <laughs> he hadn't thought of it. Um, and later on, we said was whenever you create a, and that was for the D20 edition, whenever a portal has been compromised, it creates a warp at the nearest uh, stable location. And so that meant that, you know, the one that's in the, the inactive one that's in the sea of Japan really isn't inactive. It's actually, it's, there's a warp somewhere on an island or on the coast of China or on even Japan. I don't know exactly where the portal's supposed to be. So. I don't have the map in front of me, but anyways, the uh, right. so a lot of these so-called inactive portals really weren't inactive, because the only way to have inactive portals is not to be is for this feature not to work, where it produces a warp whenever it gets right. inactivated. So, uh, 
and that would mean there would, there could possibly be a lot of alternates where you can't go through them. They just don't work because yep. somebody like you know dropped a mountain, you know, uh, collapsed mm -hmm. the cave that the uh, that the warp was in, and uh, or, or the 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 ring, uh, the ring station was in, and you're. That until you dig it out, that uh, that place can't uh, doesn't have access. Uh, so we said a long time ago we didn't want to do that. So that's why I'm saying is that to me, you know, the inactive only is a a thing where they just basically turned off the portal on the uh, on the ring station, right? And that's so. Uh, but you could just just as easily turn it back on, uh, unless it's been locked. If it's been like you know the if the that's why I said it makes more sense to say this portal's been locked with a security level than to say it's inactive. Inactive, yeah. Okay, all right, let's see here. Oh, uh, Trav says he's with us in spirit. I, I like saw it. that. Yeah, all right. So, um, okay, so one of the ones, I think, I think it was you or Trav, was that he wanted the ability to gain, he wanted to gain the ability to send messages from one portal to another, especially down the fringe pass. Because right now, the, the only way, I mean, you're on uh, a, a Pony Express, essentially. You know, yeah, someone has to yeah. physically carry a message from one side of the portal to the other. And, and you certainly can't take it world side. So if you had the ability to... Uh, you know, take a crystal and stick it up against the side of your neck the way they put wands when in Harry Potter and start oh. using them as as as, uh, as bullhorns and just send a message to somebody and it would just you know uh, broadcast uh, verbally in the you know on 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 the the warp or the portal side uh, or something you know. I mean, you know, I'm sure he would have wanted to be able to set up a whole email system where you could log into the system and get your mail. <laughs> I could easily see this being like, like, uh, like these crystals act, all, act acting like cell phones in some instances. Where, yeah, again, yeah. you activate this feature, and as long as you can mentally, um, you know, imagine the other crystal, like, because I, in my mind, I always felt that these crystals were like almost like your your wallet or your id like a civilian only had one crystal at a time any member of the commonwealth was supposed to only have one crystal at a time they weren't supposed to have any they're supposed to be used for by engineers right well that's what i'm saying like at most even an engineer should only have one crystal on them so if they needed to talk to another engineer down the line they knew what crystal that engineer had so if they could imagine that, if or even if they could just picture that engineer, they could use the crystals to send message to him that way, almost like a cell, like a telepathic cell phone. Uh huh. Except not telepathic because the because the Tamellers didn't like telepathy. It depends on your definition of telepathy. I I see it more as the crystal reads your vocalization. Well, yeah, they could just read. Yeah, it could just be reading your vocalization and then sending it down the line. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It, it can. No, no, uh, no mind melding going on. <laughs> no mind melding, but right. Okay, well, uh, you know, uh, it's again. This 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 falls into one of those. You know, is it still fringe worthy if you can basically make a cell phone across the fringe pass? Uh, <sighs> yeah, that's that's the thing. A lot of these, a lot of these would 
and the, and what we've talked about today and and last time um a lot of these would def a lot of these additional powers would definitely change the basic yeah like play of Flingeworthy. so these are not things that i would allow say in an early campaign and i would i would have to definitely think very long and hard about which of these new abilities i would include even into a middle or late campaign mm-hmm. sure sure but yeah i can certainly that's the thing it's like a lot of these i can see the termeler the termeler using yeah because it just makes sense for especially if, if these are like the maintenance passages for the big system well, you know, the, 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 you know, like Schmert and the other Tamellan engineers, I mean, don't they coordinate with each other? How do they find each other? Yeah. Somehow they, they know. Heck, they seem to know when he, a single person from Earth Prime just walks onto the platform. Well, that's what we said. He, that he had <laughs> set up some kind of an alarm so that, um, you know, when somebody uh, walks through the uh, portal on Earth, you actually end up in his little pocket stop. And uh, oh, yeah. where he implanted impl- false memories into us, uh, Signori, thinking you know she thought that the pocket stop on uh, the uh, on the alternate platform was where she went. But when she gets there, they find out it's just full of junk and isn't mm-hmm. anything like what she remembered. So she actually went someplace else. So he just basically set that up to anytime someone walks through, thinking it was going to be Oates, and of course a hundred years later <laughs> or more, <laughs> it uh, it wasn't. Uh, but he wanted, you know, the next person to go walk through that portal from 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 Earth's planetary side to to uh, portal side to uh, a platform side. I'm sorry, to show up wherever he was, so he could uh, so he could have a little talk and find out what happened, because you know he's busy <laughs> doing stuff, <laughs> doing tea stuff. He's got work to do, but you know, Earth Prime is kind of part of his plan. Well, yeah, it's, it, Earth, as we find out, Earth Prime is very important. All right. Okay, so the last thing I have is um, I don't think at any point, you know, we, because we, 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 as in our podcast, uh, because the latest edition of uh, uh, the, 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 the D20 edition uh, and, you know, the unofficial Savage World edition, uh, they they have things like magic and powers and things like that that are uh, that are in the in the game, okay. Uh, but they're part of the system. They're not part of the actual uh, the the lore, you know, the right. uh, the canon or whatever like that. So uh, one of the things was since we started adding worlds, especially because they're in the maps. They're in the portal maps where there's magic going on. Then, if we're going to give the ability to create all these defensive measures that we've talked about in, um, earlier in in the in the show, uh, why not the ability to have magic resistance? Yeah, I think we talked about this uh, last time. Yeah, did we? Because uh, yeah, I, I had we... I had a a thing at the end here, like the last thing I thought of. So I wasn't sure we'd actually talked about it. Yeah, it was one of the one ones I suggested earlier. And yeah, yeah, it was like, to my mind, it, it makes sense that if you're an engineer and you're having to work on one of these magic worlds, I, I'd rather opt out of the magic, please. 
Well, I mean, you know, if you're being a, if you have hostile earth elementals and you're trying to do something, then it'd be nice to be have some kind of magical protection against them. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, anything that's passive that means they can't hurt you is always going to be better for someone who's trying to get a job done than have to fight them. Right. Right. So, anyways, the uh, that's why the defensive dome is really nice because again, it put. It keeps them on the, uh, though that one doesn't, says it doesn't stop attacks. It just stops, you know, radiation and other things like that. But we talked about maybe adding a an actual physical defense dome. Yeah. You know? So like the um, electrostatic dome, which is definitely a physical defense dome. It's literally keeping the ice from reaching the buildings. And that's a lot of power. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's all I got. That's all the ideas we came up with. Um, I uh, assume you haven't come up with any more ideas while we've been talking. Nothing that's come up to my mind. Again, a lot of this is like, hmm, how, how would I incorporate this into my campaign? How would, what, which of these would I, since my campaign is going to be set on a completely different prime from IDET and is, is, it's honestly going to be something halfway between say stargate and sliders uh-huh where it's you know these these four or five at fringeworthy are the only ones known across the entire planet and they can't go looking for more so they're all kind of but they do have you know a large corporation backing up backing them up how would they like which of these might be a better idea just to make their lives a little bit easier since they don't have the the an entire world backing them, basically. Right. Right. Well, you know, you, it always comes down to the question is how easy you want to make it. Yeah. You know, yeah. how hard, how hardcore is this game? You know, how, what right. are your players like? Are they all a bunch of Navy SEALs that, you know, <laughs> laugh at the idea of having to, uh, you know, deal with uh, hurricane uh, force winds, you know, on a world that they're trying to explore. You know, if they're that, <laughs> if you got that kind of people, then, uh, go for it, you know, but, yeah. uh, I think, uh, I think most people, uh, especially if they're, they're trying to adventure on a more casual level, then, um, they, they, they're going to want it not to be, they uh, want the, they want the sliders more than the Stargate. Well, they, they don't want it to be actively <laughs> hostile all the right. time. Right. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> they want some downtime to have some fun. Right. Right. So, you know, they want to see it coming. <laughs> Here's the wacky world where everybody speaks in monosyllabic words. Lovely. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. Oh. The, the people who change their access every five seconds because the GM can't, can't keep from doing that. <laughs> I should do that just because I have that problem. I, I try, I start off with a good accent and it, I lose it. And then I'm like, you know. Yeah, 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 that always happens. You start right. off Scottish and then somehow you find yourself Australian. Yeah, well, that's... And not a, good versions of either. Yeah, yeah I guess say, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that insults both of them. <laughs> yeah. exactly. All right, so <clears throat> thanks everybody for listening. Um, we... Uh, we gave you a lot to work with. Uh, feel free to pick and choose. Not, you know, I I think that if you tried to implement everything we suggested, it might be a little too much. Uh, you definitely would change the tone, 
the nature of the game a little bit, uh, maybe more than you want. So, you know, be discerning, uh, you know, uh, be, uh, but I'm not going to tell you how to GM. So I try, I trust you and your players trust you too. So have fun. If you have any more ideas about things you would like added to the crystal key powers or the portal, uh, ability, then uh, please let us know. Uh, pay, post it to uh, fans of uh, the, the uh, Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Uh, post it to Podbean. Post it to each individually. You know, we don't care. <laughs> we <laughs> love to hear from you. So, uh, and of course, if you do do any of these ideas, let us know. You know, did it was it wonderful? Did it crash and burn? We we inquiring minds still want to know. Are your idea adventures now suddenly gods of the French path? Mm. The, the great fear. Uh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, and we will have more for you next time. So until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.